Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Ladies and gentlemen, the following podcast is Wrestling Death and is scheduled for one hour. Maybe more. It has no real-time limits making their way into your ears. First, from a place called Garniston, he is the Pyramid. It's going to be the funniest show ever because I'm all about the comedy and the money, money. baby. How much you can pay? And his partner, Fader Tapender Stevenson. For Mexico City to Beef Community Centre, I've got stories that are going to blow your mind. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Wrestling Daft. I am producer John. Rab is not with us, but Grado is, and it is the go home show before the live show. And Rab is MIA Grado. Well, did you see somebody wrote that on Twitter when you were plugging the Wrestling Daft live show? Somebody wrote, I bet she wanted them, doesn't turn up? My worries are, I'm slightly concerned that one of these won't turn up because you're yeah, track record. Are you scared of that? Well, let's let's just shoot, brother. Let's just shoot. So for the last two or three weeks, you know, we've got the live show coming this Sunday. For the last two or three weeks, right, we're going to meet up. We're going to plan this shit out. You know, it's going to be nailed on, nailed on. For the last two or three weeks, I've been chasing it. It's like herding kittens, the two of you getting in the same room. So eventually, we couldn't meet up today. So Grado just hit up a WhatsApp for a WhatsApp group call. And then we planned it within about 20 minutes. So, um, all looking good for the live show, though. <laughs> Perry screaming in the back run on Tuesday, but we meant to meet up for a wee blather and a lunch, but I was writing no well on Tuesday. I had to pass a second. I don't think I'll go ready. I know, I saw that. Are you feeling all right now, though? Wait, did you did you see? Did, have you been watching The Apprentice? Oh, eh, no, I've not been. And there's, there's a boy, Reese Donnelly. Boy Glasgow. Boy for Glasgow, and of course, the story was that he was blue up on the fly and they get kicked. Rumors, yeah. But his reasoning was he was unfit and he he just had to listen to his body. He just had to listen to his body and had to quit the show. It's funny because on Tuesday morning I'm lying in the flare man. Got up to do the breakfast show. I was waiting out of the shower. I come out, bent over into the toilet man, my big fat naked white body dripping away. <laughs> No wiped my arse, right? Because I probably, I think, no, I'm not going to, well. You need to get a BD, we've talked about this before. You need to aye, right, and then uh, I'm sweating all the gaff and Stephanie's coming in and trying to pull me up and you're all right. And I'm just going, she's going, do you think you should be going to work? And I'm going, I just need to listen to my body. Brilliant. I just need to listen to my body. I just need to listen to my body. You, you know, you, you followed in the great man from The Apprentice. Uh, Reese, Reese is his name, isn't it? Lovely Reese, guy. By the way, who is a lovely, lovely fella. Um, yeah. And he did come on the Go Radio Breakfast show, which you can hear Monday to Friday, 6 until 10 each morning. Okay. On the, 
he just shout Alexa, launch Go Radio. He come on and clear it up, and he was apparently no uh, beverage on the flight because of two chaperones, etc., etc., etc. But yeah. it's an excellent podcast, and we're live. Here and we are live. We're live on Sunday. We're going to be there. We're going to be there at two p.m. It's before the Scottish League Cup final, but that doesn't matter a jot. It doesn't matter a jot. Get your body to box because in that twenty-minute conversation that I had with Rab and I had with John, uh, where we got a uh, Perry involved as well. My daughter was getting involved, which, and I know you, people listen to this. Before I was a dad, I was the same. When folks spoke about their wings, you'd go, "Shouldn't give a fuck. Still telling about your wings." But it's difficult to juggle a wing. No, actually, yeah. but at the same time, they are WhatsApp group call. But we're ready. We're getting together. We're getting shit done. And I, I tell you what, Grado, like we we twenty minutes, we nailed the live show, and some of the stuff we've got, some of the stuff in already, and it is funny as fuck. It is, and there's going to be appearances that you don't know is going to happen. We've got some plans up our sleeves after our meeting today, and it's going to be. You need to be there because one of the things that I've had through already is just blown my mind. Just absolutely blown my mind. Is it the one that you sent me? Yeah, the one that I sent you. <laughs> just absolutely blown. So you need to be there on Sunday and you can still get tickets for it. It's happening at Box. If you're heading to ICW Square Go, we're doing a show before it. Like Grado says, great show the football in the middle. Coach Trip, Adam Shame, big shamer is coming on uh, to do a week uh, interview with you guys, and he is absolutely pumped for it. Uh, he's going to tell some great stories, so we'll have that on. Uh, and then we'll have a wrestling daft jukebox on the go with all the wrestling themes going on. It's going to be a great day out. Good couple of babies. Head over to the Square Go afterwards. What a day. And you can get tickets still. Event Bright, or check out the link below to get involved. And uh, We'll see you there this Sunday. And it's one of the ones as well, you're, you were telling me, is there any stories that you could tell live on stage, but you can't actually say in a podcast, which I'm not, there's loads of, I mean, there's loads of stories I would love to, to tell, right? I really would, but it's good. But, I mean, I need to know, is Billy Gaddy going to be there? He's a journalist, isn't he? Billy's, he's Billy's, Billy's got, not making it. Billy's right. not making it. Is he going to get stooges to turn up and... Take Here's note. the thing. I think there's an honour code if you're coming to the live show is no mobile phones because we do things on this podcast, right? And we've got the power of editing this podcast. There are several, several things that Rab and Grado have said or done on this show which could have got them cancelled, right? Mm. So that's all been edited out. But at the live show, anything fucking goes, brother. <laughs> hey, we could maybe we could maybe tell the story on Sunday, John. Mm-hmm. People are going, oh, fuck. People that are no gone, they'll be going, who cares, right? But the, the the time that we had today, a dedication to a wrestler who had passed Yes, away. yes, we should, we should tell that story. <laughs> I don't know if you'll be able to get through that. We will tell that story on Sunday as well. So, listen, if you want to get involved, um, links below. Uh, love to see you. Uh, doors 138 box, if you're coming along, uh, bell time, 2 o'clock. Two to three, we're doing the show, watching the football, then getting Shamer on, then wrestling Daft Duke Box. It's going to be fantastic. So get involved. Love to see you there. A few more suggestions of what people want to see at the actual show. I don't think we did this last week. Paul would like a run-in from the Bureau of the Change Lady. At <laughs> the Bureau de Change. So, <laughs> Once you get to Romania, go straight to the Bureau de Change. Do you know what? That's Sandra Brown, man. And she... 
who worked in the fire brigade, and I think I did have her on Facebook. I wonder if she would do me a cameo. <laughs> Imagine if Sandra and I, came by away. the way, and she and she was she was a she's a biker as well. I mean, she, she, she was a pure, she was a fire brigade gaffer, and she looked every bit like a gaffer, Sandra Brown. But she would it would be it would be the weirdest thing ever, man. Like then, <laughs> then what, what, what a leather gear, man! What a leather gear on the helmet! On the and they just, just say, they just does a line. You want to go to the Bureau of the Shawns when you go to Romania? It's, that'd be amazing. So that we can make that happen. Maybe Karate Warrior Two regular correspondent says we like an appearance from Tiger, the Wi-Fi guy, or Graham from the Isle of Man. Tiger, I like to be we got hold Oh, I don't know, man. Tiger, can a body tiger on here, didn't I? Yeah, we did, buddy Tiger. I don't think we should get Tiger or you'd he, be miffed about that. Uh, Daniel was suggesting maybe a wrestling Q&A with your brother. Fuck, aye. Well, he's going to be in the League Cup final on Sunday, man. And that's ah, right. funny, funny you mentioned that because it's actually worked too, not too bad, John, right? Because my brother, Joke, he got the ticket for the League Cup final, oh, right? But, I mean, here's a crack. So, but he was meant to be offshore. So that's how I was getting his ticket. Right. However, he had an accent at work. Was he all right? So, so I is all right, mate. He sliced off his horn open. Oh, so he yeah. sent him for the rig. So of course he gets him for the rig and was like, he phoned me up and went, I've got some bad news. I was like, what? He goes, You're not getting that fucking ticket for the final because I've been sending him for a lot. And I went, Do you know what? We're good because I've got wrestling daft live, so it's all good. There you go. So it's all worked out well. We're going to enjoy the cup final together. Uh, right, so going back to an old kind of uh, point we talked about in the show. Remember, Grado, I had this rumour, or heard the rumour when I was at school, that the Texas Tornado committed suicide by doing a Texas Tornado off the cliff. Aye. Well, on this day, this week, uh, in 1993, Kerry Atkinson, Adi- Kerry Von Eric, uh, basically uh, died. Um, and that's come out in this tweet that he shot himself. So we can finally put to bed. He did not do a Texas tornado off a cliff. Um, thanks very much for Brian for pointing yeah, it that says, out. It's funny how it says here, I'm reading, you've got in the notes here, Kerry Von Eric shot himself to death. Aye. You shoot yourself to death. It's a funny way to say it, because, I mean, you just say he shot himself. You wouldn't think you'd have to have to death, because that would be assumed that the, the, the guy shot himself, he's presumably dead. I think that only ever makes sense if he whacked himself to death. That's <laughs> <laughs> a very good point. When, 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 would you, when would you, apart from shooting yourself, when would you ever use the phrase shot himself to death? Yeah, because you, you would be shooting yourself for any other reason, would you? Uh, but what I'm saying is, when would you ever to death yourself? You'd whack, oh, that's, yourself. whack yeah. yourself is the only time I can shag yourself to death. Is well, that what it's not? It's the same thing. I don't know what else you do. People have different methods of shagging themselves. <laughs> right, okay. Is it, and it depends what you want. Are you wanking your front or your, your, your body? Right, what are we talking about here, man? Right, move on, move on. Um, right, okay. Uh, right, what is... What's that? Did he um, wank it? <laughs> Right, let's move on. Uh, right, um, William is um, me, uh, me DC. Are you into vinyl and records and all that sort of? You're not into that, Grado, are you? What? Like music and vinyl and all that sort of nonsense. Yeah. 
Ah, see, I love all that stuff. I love, like, I've, I've become one of these sad hipster fucks who goes out and buys all their old CDs and vinyl. So, like, I'm spending, like, 30 quid a time buying Ocean Cars and Mosley shows and shit like that. Do you know what I mean? You so, know what I've got, do you know what I've got in the book right now? Well, I've got um, four or five The View vinyls signed by Kyle Faulkner that are Scott Arfields that he got me to get from. And they've been in my book. For the last three weeks, mate, and I, he needs to get them back after me because I know that there's going to end up. I'm going to end up getting chocolate on it. I'm going to, you know what I mean. I'm going to, it's going to end up flying out and landing in the flare. Like my, I've got a mate. See the shits in my motor. Somebody I know went to a retro football festival and and asked me what shirt I wanted, and I asked for a hamburger tap. And it's still fucking sitting. It's still fucking sitting in the back seat, my motor. I mean, I've not touched it for July. Brilliant. So you've got you've got Scott oh, Arfield's vinyl collection. Is it vinyl or is it CDs? Uh, it's all vinyls, mate. Right. So Scott Arfield's view back catalog is sitting in the back of your motor at the moment. I, it needs to. It needs to come out my out my horns, mate. It needs to come out my horns. <laughs> That's amazing. That's amazing. So Scotty Arfield, you why did they, oh, I was just saying, why doesn't Scott come down to the show on Sunday? But he might have something. He'll be a bit busy doing something else. Well, he's. I think he's still injured. Unfortunately, I think he. I don't know if he'll. he'll um, he's, uh, I don't know. We'll see. Can't I imagine fucking off the cup final to come and watch us. Anyway, uh, me DC points out that Macho Man Randy Savage's 2003 debut album, Be a Man is being reissued for record store day and maybe suggest we could maybe do some karaoke to at the live show. That is a tune. Be a man, Hogan. You know what it means. Have you heard it before? <laughs> well, maybe you could do a wee... Maybe we should sing out... See, at the end of the show, Grado, maybe we should like do a wee kind of sing out at the end of the show and we could do, like, um, Be do a Man. Do you know what a day can... I think a day can, in other words, stay. What? The one bad, bad man. The John Cena song. Because <laughs> is that how we could fin could we finish the show with that? That would be a bad bad man. I'm sure I can. Once it comes in, once it kicks in, I'm sure I know that the full. I'm sure I'm good. I'm sure I'm good at that. Right. Okay. Well, we, we can put it to the <laughs> test on on Sunday, perhaps. And um, right. Listen, Grado, I've, I've got a suggestion for new theme. You tuned for it. You want to hear this? This comes from William. Here we go. <laughs> So is this the guy that's busking on uh, in Yeah. yeah. Mate, I, I saw that when I was doing prep for the radio the other day, and but the, I was pissing myself because it's like an old, it's an older guy, and it's a guy that's it's a grown man. One of the first yeah. comments I saw was, "Dad, come home." <laughs> <laughs> do you know what the best thing to do is I fucking love see when you go through a, a story I piss myself every day and there's always like the comments or it's always like who cares and there's always someone who has that Spongebob square pants and going no one cares thing 
it's the same, mate. It's the same all the time. See any celebrity story that's somebody that's not mainstream in the media, it's always who? Who? All the time, isn't it? Oh, but, but by the way, talking about mainstream in the media, congratulations, Grado. Two doors down, going right on to the big station. That's right, mate. Two doors down has moved to BBC One, so... UK-wide? That's well. Well, it always has been UK-wide on BBC Two. Yeah, yeah. On BBC Two, so... Um, but I, it's always good because you get more, you get more viewers. More folk tend to watch BBC One, and fingers crossed, there's, there's a bigger budget, and we can do stuff like, uh, you know, go abroad in a, an episode. You know, like the, oh, the, uh, more more coin for the grado. That's what it means. And well, by the was... way, here's my theory, right, Grado? This is the fucking end to Strictly Come Dancing, man. This is the big time. Oh, that that Alan, oh, he's dead funny in that two doors down. Fucking the next thing, there you are on Strictly. You know, I can't lie, man. I can't lie. I would Strictly come dancing. I don't know. And the Ice One, I don't know I could do, but mate, see one day, I'd love to do that. I'd love to do the jungle, man. I'd love to do it. I swear to God. And Rab is the complete opposite for me, man. But see how Rab would be shitting the jungle. I just got on a flight, man, getting tanked up, but recent. Uh, you know, getting there and staying at Versace Hotel and all that. And the, one of the reasons why I really wanted it, and folk will be going, I agree, though, shut up, man, for the sake of eight episodes of River City. But see, when I done World of Sport, the head, uh, my celebrity, was there. He was at the launch night. Was he? And, uh, and this is, of course, when World of Sport Wrestling was going to be the biggest thing in history, and it was going to be the biggest thing since the Gladiators. And then... Uh, the, the wrestling the, the wrestling producer, the world of the sport wrestling producer was standing next to the, the guy in the jungle and he was going, Hey, there's your man, there's your man for the jungle, there he is. And I was going, Yeah, the jungle could I date? And he was gone. He was gone, absolutely. He goes, let's do it. We'll, we'll have a look at it. So we'll see how this goes. And of course, fucking world of sport was <laughs> <laughs> It wasn't to be. It wasn't to be. I speak Tom. I they're down, they're down. <laughs> <laughs> but I know. I think honestly, mate. I think you would be brilliant on a strictly. I think you. Would, I think you'd be proper good because you got the moves, man. You've got the moves, and they, they always like that kind of. You don't look at Bill Billy went on to win it. They always like that comedy character. Always could go out in the first week. You'd be amazing, mate. They do like the kind of fat stiffies and the the the, the thinker no. But at the same time, man, when Kay Adams done it, I felt terrible for Kay Adams when she mm. done it. You know, because she, mate, she's like, she'd done it to like boost her confidence and make herself, you know, a wee bit younger and, you know, spice herself up sort of deal. And mate, she got put out in the first week. Which, it just made her, but it just made her, you know, all that sort of kind of, she went back, you know, she pushed her back. I can't remember if I talked to Kevin, see, but hold on. <laughs> Um, I, I that, that that you know you'd be scared of that. And in fact, I'm gonna be scared of that. I'd no, love, I'd love it. Love it. Love it. Let's start the campaign, Gradle for Strictly. Let's start it right now. Right, okay. If you want to get in touch with any of that stuff, uh, we've got a really great thing, but I'm gonna save it to Rab. Someone's put Greg's basically put went into one of these AI programs, right? And he's put in you know, I don't know if you've seen this, Gradle, like you can write essays and poems, it's like an AI Chat GBT, he's basically put fed in to the is that chat. No right about, is that no right about breakfast? I'm sure that's what controls about breakfast. Is good, 
very good Gredo. Um, but aye, ChatGPT is put together a Bray Wyatt promo on Rab. But Shut think, up. Yeah. So I think we need to wait either we'll do that at the live show or next week's show. Um, we'll do it with both. But we'll we'll get this on and we'll do that when Rab's back next week. But if you want to get in touch with anything random wrestling rate stuff, anything we've just talked about, we'd love to hear from you. Get us on Twitter at Wrestling Daft, on Insta Wrestling Daft Podcast, just Wrestling Daft on the big of face or Wrestling Daft at gmail.com. <laughs> Right, it's time to bury and put over stuff from the world of wrestling. Let's separate the Seth Rollins from the Seth from Emmerdale. Do you remember Seth from Emmerdale? Seth was a legend, man. He inspired The Rock for his 1999 series. <laughs> so he did. He did. I'm Hi. telling you. Seth, Seth was a... He, he, he's an OG, man. Sitting getting mad with it in the wheel pack. I can imagine you watching Emmerdale because you were a big High Road fan, weren't you? Yeah, hi. I was into High Road and Emmerdale. Did you like Emmerdale? I bet you more loved Emmerdale. More loved Emmerdale. That's what I was going to say about, um, well, you know, I remember when Emmerdale got a wee bit of money and they done the dingles down under. Oh, fuck, so did I, and that could be you on Two Doors Down. So I'm saying a wee episode abroad, man, dingles down under, they go somewhere, maybe in Australia, but yeah, Santa Ponza. Santa Ponza with two, oh, a Ben it'd be a Benidorm one for two doors down, wouldn't it? It'd be Benidorm. So the, Simon Carlyle, who writes two doors down, was a big, big writer in, in Benidorm. Right, there you go. They'll do a Benidorm. And he's that. also see Simon Carlyle, by the way. See Simon Simon Carlyle and Gregor Sharp. And uh, Simon Carlyle's an airshirt boy. And mate, he's an absolute genius, John. He's he's just he's just hilarious. So he, he wrote some of Benidorm. And he's right now, he's kind of got a hold of the fella because he's writing, or it's in, it's in um, production now, the Alan Carr. He's doing an Alan, Alan Carr sort of biopic comedy. Oh, biopic oh yeah, I've, I've, I've heard about that. They're doing a film about, because Alan Carr, obviously, his dad, Graham Carr, was a football manager, a scout and all this sort of stuff. And I've heard they were doing that. That'd be really interesting. So Simon, Simon's wrote that with Alan Carr. Oh, that's amazing. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. There you go. But uh, talking about Emmerdale as well, by the way, just as a, an aside, Lisa Riley, obviously, big, and you've mentioned the dingles here. You've been framed, come to a bit of an end. It's, it's the end of an era after 33 years. 33 years, and that's it. But I, I see, John, I, I would say that it went downhill as soon as Beadle gave it up. No, I agree with you. Mandy was good. But you've got to remember, these folk were, were brick. Like, See 1990, folk were breaking their backs to go on. <laughs> it was prime time, baby. It was prime time when Beadle was on it. He is a crack, mate. They were getting £250 a video. Now, £250 in 1990 could have, you know, could have sorted your bills for the month. You could have maybe went away a wee holiday. Yeah. The problem was, in, even up to last year, the rate inflation did not affect you being still £250. And this is the thing, Grado, and this is the thing where you've been framed, right? And this is something we were talking about this on the radio, I'm sure you were as well, is that, right, see, like, obviously technology's advanced so much, right? And everyone's got a camera phone now, right? But they still showed videos from the fucking 80s and early 90s. You know what I mean? But, that, but that's that's where you watched it for, man, because, I mean, I, like, listen, I, I remember, man, we got a camcorder, my, me and my mom were fun enough, and, and Benidorm. And, my mo- and we were getting my mom to jump on the bed and to land and to fall off it so we could get to our <laughs> <laughs> Do 
And she's jumping on the bed, going, yay, yay, yay. And then she fell, and we sent it in, mate, and they're like, ah, no. Did you get a rejection? We were speaking on the radio. We spoke to a lot of people who were rejected for you being fine. However, we found one person that had a check. We found two people who had been on you've been framed and had the check and wrote. They actually sent a picture of the check from you being framed. And wow. they talked us through how they managed to get into the process because we had loads of people coming on saying, oh, I did this, and it got rejected. I got a rejection letter. But we found a couple of people that got 250 quid. One of them was a water skiing dog, and the other one was had set their hair on fire or something like that. I wish I claim to fame. I was on you being framed, and I said, because I set my hair on fire. <laughs> <laughs> right. See, if, I'd love if any of the wrestling daft listeners were being you've been fan, that'd be fucking amazing. But anyway, let's get into the wrestling. Buddy and put it over for this week. Gredo, coming to you first, because you very rarely watch the wrestling, but you're raving about Elimination Chamber and Sammy versus Reigns, aren't you? Yes, but it's funny that you know it's the week that I have watched a bit of wrestling, but I think if I'm gonna have to put something over this week, if there was one if you were to ask me, you need to put your one hang. I would yeah. pick Jake Paul's promo. Yeah. Mate, I watched that and I was like, I'm invested in this. I want to watch this fight. And of course, I felt like the way a lot of listeners probably feel, this is a bunch of shit. Two YouTubers. I, I love Islander. But I watched that promo, man. I was getting Stone Cold 90s Brian Pullman vibes after this, after this guy cutting this promo. If you've no sort, man, it was it was it was callous. He brought in the guy. He mentioned Tommy Fury's family. And if you don't know what we're talking about, Jake Paul's fighting Tommy Fury and in, in Saudi Arabia, I think, on Sunday. Yeah. But the, there's so much jeopardy involved in it because if Tommy Fury doesn't win this fight, oh, his father has told him that he's got to drop the name. He's got to use his mother's uh, maiden name. He's never going to be able to show his face. It's, mate, it's crazy. He's this is I, I can't wait to watch this because I've got a sneaky feeling that this Jake Paul, these these Pauls, mate, they're very very they're talented. Oh, awesome. you've got to look at Logan yes, Paul man. in the ring, man. And they're no daft, man. They're no daft. No. So I've. Ooh, I'm, are you going to watch it? I think, do you know what, I think I will, uh, it's Sunday night isn't it, so I'm actually I'm off Monday because we're obviously doing Wrestling Daft Live and I'll take the next day off because I'm ten, having several beers at the live show so that could go all wrong as well, but I know it's like, it's total wrestling carny stuff isn't it, it really is the, this fight and the way it's been built. Yeah, fair play man because it's all the, you turn on talk sport this morning, it's all the talk, but, and, and WBC have put a belt on to it, I know. Have they? They've made a belt for it. It's the Diarrhea Championship or something like that. I'm not joking. That is honestly, it's the Diarrhea. Diarrhea. Something. Google it. Right. Google that. Google that. Anything you want to bury from watching wrestling this week? I can't. I can't. I just don't buy Cody Rhodes as a, a, a good guy. But Do you not? I just. Oh, I can't. I don't know. Is this because he unfollowed you? You're just burying Cody Rhodes. That's part of it, mate. <laughs> right. But I just see that it's just his mannerisms for me, and I know that I just think they, oh, I think it's a bit phony. Better as a heel. Was that there was a, they they done a they done a pre taping walking towards the the, the gorilla bit, and he's doing all that, and he's saying a lot of what he's got, and then all that. Oh, 
and stuff. Yeah. Shoulders up, like he's doing stuff like you would do when you were away, like hidden on you with a rock in your bedroom. Yeah. I, I don't know, man. I honestly think he's amazing, right? He's amazing. I love him, but I can't take him as a baby face. Well, it's actually reports today that there's big concerns um, with obviously going into Mania with the Sammy stuff. They're trying to, try to cool Sammy off a wee bit, I believe, and ahead to me so we don't get that situation we had with Daniel Bryan and Batista and all that sort of stuff. You want Sammy. Yeah, so... And you know that he's apparently... David Wilson, the greatest photographer in wrestling history, yeah. puts something up that apparently Cody Rhodes will be walking to the ring wearing a custom-made weight belt with logos of the 36 independent promotions that he worked for when he wasn't in the WWE and AEW, which means he done SWA at the fucking Lagoon in Paisley. <laughs> I think this could be an SWA. So it looks like we're going to get an SWA weight belt. That's, a, that's amazing. Class, isn't it? That is absolutely amazing. I know, listen, that, that yeah, right, I, I get it with Cody, I get it with Cody, but I thought, like, I'm going to Buddy and put over, I thought I really enjoyed the Elimination Chamber, I sat and watched it, and I thought it was a cracker. That men's Elimination Chamber match is the best Elimination Chamber match I've saw. Uh, I thought Bronson Reed, I thought they all came out, I thought Johnny Gargano, who's been shite since he's come up to the main roster, and not really had the storylines to prove, I thought he was really good. Montez Ford was an absolute star, that spot he did to the top of the, the cage. You see that, Grado, where he's hanging off the top and dropped down, what a spot. Yeah, I, mean, I think I only took in the, the, the what do you call it, the, the Roman Reigns and Sami Zayn match. Oh, that, I mean, that, like... That was Unbelievable. I thought the mixed tag match was excellent as well. thought the Women's Elimination Chamber, mama, I mean, brought Bobby, two big men slapping each other about, but I thought I'd, I just wasn't invested into it. I thought it was just a bit paint by numbers. But let's talk about Sammy and Roman, man. Fucking hell. I mean, we all knew the outcome, what it was going to be, but the way they got to it was fucking beautiful, man. Was, mate. You know what? It's funny. I read, I read that Triple H after the press conference says, Sami Zayn reminds him of Mick Foley. And I, yeah. I can totally see what he... I, yeah, I, yeah. yeah. Like, you, you know, he's the guy that's no the... He's no the Hollywood-looking, hand-kempt wrestling. You know, he's he's he just looks like a Jake Ball off the street, really. And that's what Mick Foley was. But he's got that connection with the crowd. Folk love him. I'm watching it. And I was I was getting right into that Montreal crowd was something else. Oh, and the, the shit we getting his his masses involved at ringside. I mean, I get I get right into it. I thought it was and I and I didn't know the whole bloodline story and stuff like that. So I didn't really know what happened when one of the Rikishi's boys came, came in. I didn't really know what was happening there. I didn't kind of quite get the gist of it. But and even at the end, when 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 Kevin's Owens came out as well. No, I was great. It was absolutely smashing. So you know what Roman Reigns is brilliant? I see he's talking throughout the match. And I see the talking, holding the jaw and going, I'm fucking killing you. I'm fucking killing you, cunt. I'm fucking killing you, fucking... He's <laughs> great. And that, like he is so good at the near fall. Like, like honestly, it must be a ball here away from the three count and he'll get his shoulder up and it's fucking yeah. beautiful, man. Really, really good. Well, it's funny you say that because... See, I was noticing Sami Zayn's kickouts, and they were all shoulder kickouts. Aye. Right? Which I liked. Now, I'd done the exact same thing in my match with Drew. I was then, and everybody thought it was because I was blowing out my father, and I didn't have the strength. 
I don't know. I, get, I think it looks a lot better when somebody kicks it at the last kick. You wouldn't, if you're kicking it, you would get, see all this, aims in the air and legs up. Where did, yeah. that come from? Where did that come from that you had energy? I know, I, I, I think that's total old school. I, I, I threw it off a couple yeah. of boys saying that was the only thing that they didn't like was your kickers. And I, oh, really? And I was like... Mm. I know, I, I, I think that's total old school. No, <laughs> absolutely with you on that. Absolutely with you. Let's see what uh, the listeners are saying this week. Andy says, put over Sammy Reigns match. So many close falls, as we just talked about there. At points, I actually thought Sammy was winning, especially when Cole screamed, Do you believe in miracles? By the way, Rab fucking loved that. Do you see that? He was tweeting about that on uh, Twitter. Because well, uh, Michael, Michael Cole's commentaries. Mate, see, that's another thing I know. Who's, who's the Irish guy on Raw? Uh, oh, it's the, the new Irish. I can't, what's his name again? I can't remember off the top of my he head. He sounds as if his mic's turned in. I think they maybe did turn for Elevation Chamber. He was he very, really involved in it. I think Michael Cole's commentaries just. Like since he's not got ear, uh, Vincent's here, and since he's got Pat beside him, um, it's really invigorated him. I think as a as a commentator. While we're talking about comment, commentators, a shout out to the voice of you know, Fatba John Motson. Oh God, I that was the World, World Cup '98 man sitting up in my pals the Oilers playing that uh, on the PlayStation man. It takes takes you back home, oh, oh, Motty. I know, it's sad to see him go. Uh, um, right, so Rasslin God says put over Montez in the chamber. It's time to see him and Dawkins go their separate way. I think I Montez a breakout. See, he, he attempted the rock bottom, but he did the rock bottom. He was going to do the people's elbow as well. Um, like some of the stuff he was doing in the cage was great. So all for that. Um, and I think Dawkins has actually improved as well. I've just had a text for Bob Malcolm. Oh right, where's my where's my where's my vinyl? Where's Scott Arfield's vinyl? <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. No, he wanted. I got him tickets for Grado's Big Family Wrestling Bash, which, by the way, is selling it really good. Well done. Tickets to go, man. There's only a handful of tickets yeah. to go, so get you. But I've donated a couple of tickets for a, for oh, a charity. That's nice. Thanks yeah. for tickets, mate. Helped towards raising £8,000. Oh, good. £8,000, mate, for my wrestling tickets at the Pavilion. Sorry, Anna. I think it helps towards. I don't think that's how much. That's how much the tickets went to. Well done. Do you see if Bob wants to come to the live show? We'll get Bob to come on. Uh, <laughs> Sunday's a busy day for him, man. He's got he's got two or three he's got two or three rounds on a Sunday's, you know. Oh, I, I, I'm sure you'll be um, watching the game as well. Right, okay. Uh, Buddy Bray Wyatt and the dodgy uncle honestly thought there was some potential when he came out and dropped the spooky shit. When he first returned, fair to say, I was wrong, says the wrestling god. Yep. Uh, right, Stephen says, put over the men's elimination chamber match and Buddy Brock versus Omos plans for WrestleMania. I is that happening? Brock versus Omos? Oh, I don't think I, I don't fancy that much. I didn't hear about that, so that'll be interesting. I know the winner of the Bobby versus Brock match is going on to fight um, Bray. And obviously it was a disqualification, so I don't know what they'll do there now. It's that's a bit confusing that area of WrestleMania. I don't know what they're going to do there, but we'll wait and see. Um, Kev put over Edge and Beth Phoenix rolling back the years in the mixed tag match at Elimination Chamber. Match was an absolute cracker. Aye, I thought it was one of the best matches in the card. Definitely worth going back and watching, Grado. I watched a I watched a match on SmackDown Friday night and loved it. It was uh, Sonia Rousey, uh, Ronda Rousey, and who was it? Ronda Rousey was tagging me. Uh, uh, yeah. And I think it was Natty and I had, and 
Oh God, I didn't. Was it, was it Bianca? No, it wasn't Bianca. No. Oh, but it was superb. Yeah. There you go. Um, Bobby says put over Sami Zayn and Roman. Thoroughly enjoyed it. However, I need to bury myself after all the years of watching wrestling. I still get wound up about ref bumps. I should know by now they're going to take the piss. They did two ref bumps in that match, to be fair. Yeah. It was a bit long, though, to be on the deck. What do you think about ref bumps, Grado? Are you for or against ref bumps? What ref bump, man? That's the drama. Do you like a ref bump? Oh, that's the drama. And I, I like, I like doing it. See, you know when it's good when you do it, and I, I'm just thinking back to things we've done it like a green up town hall and a main event, and the crowd are on their feet, and you've you've obviously got Moz and Fathers that they get into it, right? And who who don't really watch a lot of wrestling, and yeah. when you bump the ref, especially in an event, and it's no been done, I've no saw it before, they're gone. They they you know they they, they buy it, they're gone. Oh, that's a fucking ref. That's a ref away and all. <laughs> they're gonna do. That? And they go because they, they don't expect it, and they go, "Is that real? Is that ref? God, is that ref all right?" And then you use other man running and doing man. They all get into it. It's brilliant. As long as you're not doing it all night, and it's like um, the EW referees. I, I don't watch a lot of EW, but see some of the the, the best ofs or some of the, the way the referees sell. Oh my lord! I laugh at that. I laugh at that. Ali Cobb. Actually, I like Aubrey and all that. I love that. I love Aubrey. And, um, but um, who, which referee you've worked with, who takes the best bump? Christ, I don't know, actually. Probably Sean McLaughlin and Thomas Keating. They're, they're two referees that are brilliant. And then there's a boy, uh, uh, Reckless Intent, who's moved up to ICW. Oh, my God, he's sound. I can't believe I forgot his name. He's on my Facebook and all. But every, all the good referees at ICW. And then... Uh, at TNA, there was Stiffler, Brian Stiffler, who was the referee that get the phantom kick with Bully Ray and somebody else in a match. And he, 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 he Bully Ray was getting summed up for a powerbomb. And his legs looked, at, it was about two foot, foot away from Stiffler's face, but he still took the cell on the bump. And it's the most fucking shittiest looking bump in the history. Stiffler was brilliant. And of course, the Hebner's man. Brian Hebner on his old fellow. Ah, definitely. Definitely. Um, right, Darth Sinobi says, Buddy WE Creative, who clearly don't know how to book Sammy for Mania, put over Sammy Zane for his outstanding face turn. I think that's a bit harsh. I think they know where they're going with Sammy. It'll be, it'll be, they're, they're kind of drawn at the Kevin Owens thing if, if Raw there or at the, on Monday when they, like, they kind of draw it out. Right, so it's going, to be, it's going to be Owens and. I'll be honest and saying that. Yeah. But, and then that fair, the one that's the one, and somebody will turn in their brother or some shit. We'll see, but I, I think they know what they're doing with it, but we'll, we'll wait and see. Lee says put over Montez Ford and Raquel in the chambers. Both look the business also putting over Brock, putting Bobby in the bags. So now them have to put up with Wyatt's spooky pishit mania. I don't, I think they're, they're going to have to put up with Wyatt's going to do something that mania and he's. I think I've got a funny feeling about a Lesnar Wyatt match, but we'll wait and see. Oh, I, I, I think that could be that as well, mate. Uh, who knows what will happen? I'm I'm done with it. I'm on I'm on Rab's camp now with all this shit. Um, Beppe put over Sammy Roman and Cody, three guys at the top of their game. Uh, buddy folk bitching about Sammy not getting the belt. He'd only be a transitional champ anyway, and novelty of that would wear off quick. It's Cody's time, says yes, Beppe. That would completely take. 
Aye, no, it's, that's it was it was never ever going to happen. You're watching it, knowing it was never ever going to happen. Nah, exactly, exactly. It's always a shame when that is. And finally, Steve says, put over Sammy and Roman for getting me to watch WWE again for the first time in years. There you go. I mean, it has, it has. I mean, it's been the best. You could argue one of the best booked storylines in wrestling ever because they've drawn this out over two and a half years. You know, it's been unbelievable. Like the the whole. You know, I'd love to see like. And I'm sure it is just the whole timeline of how this has all transpired, and the kind of when it comes to head, and you know, if Ro- when Ro- if Roman does and probably will uh, drop the belt to Cody at Mania, it's going to be some some moment that yeah, um, it's totally going to put Co- Cody over as well. If they can, what do you think he might retain? Oh, that'd be good, wouldn't it? See if Roman retained it. Oh, if he retained that. He'll win at Mania with him retaining. It'd be fucking. That would be interesting. Aye, I like that. I like that. Book it, Grado. Book it. And um, and Steve is a uh, burying Falkirk Daft. That's my podcast. He says the air are coming for you. Aye, we'll wait and see about that. One game away from the semi-final, Grado. One game away from the Falkirk Bairns. That right. And who who do you, I'm trying to think. So so when when is this Scottish Cup tie? A uh, couple of weeks' time, we're playing air at the Falkirk Stadium. He's done away. He's done well against Devil. I'll be pumped him. Easy, easy. It was like fucking Hogan versus fucking some job or the Brooklyn Brawler, man. Fuck Darvel. Um, but anyway, <laughs> thanks for see, see who's the new. Did I tell you who's this new assistant manager? At the Buffs. Uh, Ian Durant, you did tell me about this. There you go. I think it was out on the podcast last week. No, you tweeted me, you did message me saying, Oh, Ian Durant, and I said, How's your how's your dad reacting? This is most importantly, we're getting into the football now. How's your dad? What does your dad make of Ian Durant? Oh, so you know, my dad's moved my, my dad's moving to Pennyburn. So he's literally gonna be five hundred yards for the new Buffs Park. So right. it's good. It's good. My dad's a bit of a pain in the arse button way when you take him to the Buffs Park because he get, my dad's one of these guys that he get he, he, he lets on that he's not a lot more no wheel than what he is. Right? So, uh, for example, I was at a Buffs game with him a couple of months ago and he's sitting yeah. talking to me going, aye, Graham, and he's good and that's no bad and aye, oh, that, oh, that's good, that looks good. And then this guy came up and went, John Steve, I've not seen you in years. My father went, oh, right, yeah. And he's going, are you all right, John? Are you, you know well? But dad's turning to me going, I'm a, I'm a Graham, tell him, I'm, I'm going, dad, Fucking! Is he selling? Is he selling? Sitting selling, man. Selling his operation for about three years ago. <laughs> what a product! Can't be talking to someone on the sale. Ah, yes, he does. Yes, he does. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Right, listen. If you want to bury or put over anything, we'll be back with more of that next week. You just made the list. Right, it's time for the list of wrestling daft. We love a list here, and we like putting it together on the podcast um this week ahead of the live show we thought we'd ask what's the best wrestling live show you've ever been to grado you must have a few oh, as a fan the best the best life have you got a top three you got a top three you can give us oh god that's a good question man live show i've went to it's good i know i'm right i've, I've got a feeling i know what number one is but when you went down to Manchester. Yes. Rebellion 2001, they're up this is still gold. So that's number one. That was, was the best 
him to ever be it, ever. That was superb. Um, Number two, I'm guessing the SEC show that you went to is in there in the top uh, three, is it? I, the one, May 2002, it was uh, Stone Cold versus The Big Show. There was Triple H and William Regal versus Taker and, oh, I can't even think who was in the main event. Scott Hall was fighting. Mr. Perfect was fighting. This was the this was the group of wrestlers that went on to wrestle somewhere on the Friday and then on the Saturday they done insurrection and then they got in the plane and it was the plane ride for hell. Yeah, yeah. So that so Flair was there. It was Flair. Flair. I'm sure it was like, tagged with, with, with Taker. Wow, that was a see. I back to that. Ah, honestly, me and my mate Gary Hutton, we bought NWO t-shirts, twenty five pound. For an NWO t-shirt in 2002. When you think about it, that must be... 25 quid for a t-shirt in 2002, that's mental, isn't it? So you think, no. So that was, you're looking at maybe 50 bar for just a t-shirt, isn't it? When you think about that's, it. That is absolutely mental. So that's, I guess that's your top two. What, you got You got a third one that you can throw for number oh, three? Because we went in reverse order here. We went for your top two first. So what's your third favourite wrestling show? All the wrestling shows you've been to. And maybe I'd maybe then say after that, live shows... Oh, well, I went to, I tell you what, I went to when I was, um, before I was doing grade and all that, as a wrestler went out to Atlanta, WrestleMania 27, however, the best the best event I went to that weekend was Ring of Honor at Centre Stage in Atlanta, and wow. it was the Briscoes versus America's, uh, American Wolves, I think, it was, uh, it was brilliant, mate, there was, Steam was on the show, Chris Daniels was on the show, Cabana was on the show. Brilliant, mate. Brilliant. Great seats. God, that was when life was so simple, man. <laughs> when life was so simple before children and marriage and all that sort of stuff. And now, you know, there you go. Um, I, good uh, the best, I think, the best wrestling show I've been to, and I think it's just the occasion, the fact when Raw came to Glasgow and I was in the audience for Raw, that for me well, was just... Debut. Was that yeah? That's when uh, Noam debuted. I for me that was just a moment. You know that being at Raw in your you know in Scotland was just fucking. You know the the cameras there. It's the full fucking Titan Tron. It's uh, the full shebang. You know, and it it was just for me that was just like a, a dream moment for me. You know, Shaban there, eh? Was it Shaban was there? Shaban, what is we talking about? Shaban, full Shaban. Oh, folks, you're back. Oh, very good. I see what you've done there. Uh, uh, but, nah, shape power. Um, bye. But, I, uh, no, I, that was amazing. That was absolutely amazing. So did you ever work with Shaban? Yes, I did work with Shaban. She's now on Talk Sport. Uh, I heard her the other day there. I messaged her and said, oh, all right, lovely to hear your dulcet tones and on the radio as I was driving home there, wasn't you? Good on the radio. I, I liked her on the breakfast show years ago with Bowie. She's, she's a good, good lass, is Shaban. Doing very well for herself, so I'm delighted that she's doing so well for herself. But there you go. Anyway, enough radio chat. Let's see what you think is the best live show you've been to. Paul says, best live show I've been to. Paul, this is Bronze Cello here. SummerSlam 92, he loves to get this in here. Went to the, obviously... the uh, yeah, yeah, he, he went when he was really, really young. Uh, he says he's done Mania, he's done TNA pay-per-views, um, but best live show, ICW at the SEC, see... The one that you were obviously headlining. Yeah. So there you go. That. that was a very good show. I didn't make you were it. A, 
I didn't go to that. No, I, I feel dirty that I'm sitting opposite you here. You ever watched back the match with me, Andrew? I have watched back the match with you, Andrew, Drew. Though it was very good, Grey. Though those, I thought those kickouts were brilliant, mate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Stevie says I saw NXT in Florida, and it was magic. Roderick Strong versus Pete Dunne remains the best match I've seen in the flesh. And the crowd reaction to Io Shirai turning heel was wild. Ah, oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Like, I'd love to went to see uh, the black and gold NXT. Uh, Stuart says, not uh, one I've been to, but could have. I was in Boston in 2015 visiting my girlfriend's brother. There was a live show in the TD Gardens, but decided to skip it as they're usually shite. Next morning on Facebook, I see a video. You never know who will show up. It was The Rock who was in Boston filming Central Intelligence with Kevin Hart. I was absolutely gutted. So there you go. No Rock way. turned out up at the show and Stuart missed it because he thought it was going to be a shite house show. Fucking hell, they'd be gutted with that, would you know? I know. Uh, Dylan says, all the best shows I've seen were local. I'm in the middle of Canada. Best live performance was Michael Allen, Richard Clark versus Cody Rhodes. When we visited Scotland, we, we went to Discovery Year 5. Excellent event. Lots of fun. WWE shows I've been to weren't anything too spectacular. So there you go. Dylan's putting over Discovery there as well. They're good shows. I'm surprised I've never worked for them again. I know you need to get speak to Alan, get you booked, mate. And hmm. um, Scott says WWF at the SECC in 1992 and 1993. I was at the 1992 show. Um, no, I wasn't. It was the 93 show. I was at anyway. Uh, 92 had Brett versus Sean for the Intercontinental Championship. Savage versus the Mountie for the World, and the main event was Lord Legion of Doom versus the Nasty Boys. 93 had Sean versus uh, Backlund, Nasties versus the Headshrinkers, and the main event was Mr. Perfect versus Lex Luger. Wow. Good shows. Oh! Oh, I knew there was one show that I missed. What? WWE at the SEC. December 6, 2002. How can I miss that? Wow. I can't I love to um, all the dates. Lex Luger versus Sting main event. Wow. Honestly, to God. Uh, Nathan Jones versus Jeff Jarrett. Starboo versus Perry Sarton versus fucking Simon Diamond or some shit. It was class. That's absolutely... Right, that's that's mind-blowing when you hear that, right. isn't it? Like, Neither a pay-per-view or not. That was a pay-per-view of all the cameras. That's on YouTube. We've got this before, but that's on YouTube. Is that... Do I need to check that out? Um, Scottish Wrestling Network. Guess what? Guess what? The Scottish Wrestling Network and Billy over at the Scottish Wrestling Network's going for Grado. Aberdeen Anarchy 2014. First one that comes to mind is WrestleZone. Aberdeen Anarchy 2014. You've not given me the sheet. Just to tell you the last time. Is that what you said? Billy said that yet. Yeah. I had Grado versus Bingo Balance and a cracking ladder match. And the main event was Jack Jester versus Crusher Crabe, a top night. I'm telling you the new that was a brilliant show, mate. I'm no joking. That that beach ballroom venue. Shit hot, Billy. I'm so glad you said that. But I thought it's gonna be an Aberdeen Anarchy and I, I took it. <laughs> I'm stabbing the dark at 2014 because I mean Scotty too hotty. Know that I'm saying that was the best match, but it was good because X Pac was there and oh, that's hilarious, man. <laughs> well called, good call on that. Um, right, uh, David James's SmackDown show at the SECC. Gina Cena versus JBL and versus Kurt Angle with Stone Cold special guest referee. Fucking what a show that is! I was at that. I was at that. 
By the way, Cena versus JBL versus Angle with Stone Cold as the guest referee. Yeah, that was the night also that Sunday gave Stone Cold a Rangers tap. Oh, really? There's a famous uh, picture of Stone Cold with with the Rangers tap, the kind of tap that reminds me of Thomas Buffalo and Chris Boyd, the kind of 2005-2006 shirt. I wonder where that shirt is now. Maybe Lex Luger bought it off him. (laughs) JPL, you love the Rangers too, Lex. <laughs> Rangers, Rangers. JPL got a prophecy how Scotland was England's bitch, even after a thousand years of battling, decent heel uh, work. Also, Booker T tag teaming with Hardcore Holly against MNM and Carlito versus the Big Show. Decent card. Yeah, that's mm. right. I mean, there's look. I've never seen Eddie Guerrero versus. Maybe GBL, Brayhead Arena. There was, there, we've had some great shows. I remember. I was, yeah, I went to some shows at Brayhead Arena. I saw the New Age Outlaws when they reformed and uh, did Brayhead Arena. It was Seamus. What's that? No DX at Kent. No, maybe I'm talking rubbish. Maybe you're right. I saw the, it was, it was the New Age Outlaws I saw um, at the Brayhead and they were fat. Seamus and Sam. Was it Seamus and Sam? Or it was Seamus and someone else. I can't, anyway, it was a good show. Um, Al from Sleep says WCW House Show in Aberdeen in 1993. Absolutely stacked legends. He sent us the card for this as well. So wow. it was Johnny B. Vad versus uh, Scotty Flamingo, Van Hammer, even uh, Max Payne, yeah. Uh, Paul Ornoff uh, defeated uh, Michael P.S. Hayes to retain the television championship. Cactus Jack defeated Vinny Vegas. Oh, uh, that's yeah. Nash. This isn't Aberdeen. Barry Windham fought Dustin Rhodes at a double countout. Sting defeated Big Van Vader to retain the WCW heavyweight championship. And top of the card, Davy Boy Smith defeated Rick Rude by DQ. Mate, do you know what? See if anybody had any. Oh my god, that just blows my mind that that took place in Aberdeen. I'm just looking. I had no idea. I knew that they had a UK tour because, you know, someday there's a company down in England that has the ring skirts. Really? Aye, aye. So that and they, and they, they put it on their the ring ones for a show, and it was like WC. Mate, and it blows my mind. I just, I can't even believe WCW, right? Like, was WC, I think it was on ITV at the time, what did they? I don't know, but I mean, running Aberdeen in 1993 is very strange. That is amazing. That mental, I love that. Andy was at the Aberdeen one as two, he said, but the first WWF house show uh, in Glasgow was either 98 or 91, was a very house show, so many rest holes until the main event of Roddy Piper versus Ted DiBiase and the feud ender we never got on the pay-per-view, which blew the roof off. Wow. That house is that because that is the other uh, rest holds and they just a lot of the, a lot of them phone it in, didn't they? I don't suppose they would do that in the house shows because everybody. Ah, house show, house shows, house shows are. I love a good, I love a good house show, man. I think well, I, I can't remember the last WWF house show was. I've I've, I've been to a lot over the last few. You years. see that famous couple taker where he's waiting on the tag and he's jumping on the ring and he's he's throwing water at himself waiting to get a hot tag, and it's in a hot. Well, mate, he done he done that at Brayhead, and I always remember that they built this hot. I mean, they took the pass right out of it, but it was wrestling one oh one, man. Like I think he was tagging with I don't know, or something like that, and it was there was so much heat, and there was a double down, and then there was a cut off, and then there was another double down. It was just oh, you know, like a, a, a solid build up, a fifty minutes of waiting for Taker to come in the ring with a tag, and of course when I finally when he finally gets tagged. 
and the place just went absolutely nuts, man. Own, everybody was jumping up and down, and he's only gonna, and it closed line, closed line, closed line. Oh, duck one, closed line. Do, do, do. Oh, it was amazing. I, I love I love looking at how short. I think it's just good. The, the wrestlers just have a bit of fun at it, and it's, it's always a good, they always get good stuff. Because they're working for the crowd that are there. They're not working for the crowd in the house, and they're not working towards adverts. You yeah. know, aye. Absolutely. And uh, finally, Billy leads us with, don't know if you mean like a podcast live show or a house show, or mean a uh, house show, Billy. So I'm going with a house show. I remember CM Pump getting a massive pop when he was champ under Heyman in WWE and to get some heat, went on to the mic and said, I didn't know that I had so many fans in Dublin. Oh, the old classic. <laughs> the old classic. That was followed by a big boo. He went to that show. With, I went to that show with my mum and stepdad when I was wee. My mum, pure fancy Randy Orton at the time, and wore a T-shirt that said "Mrs. Randy Orton" on it. Only for him not to be on the show. She was beeling. I fucking funny. love a mall. A mall for a T-shirt saying "Mrs. Randy Orton." That's <laughs> such a mall thing. That's brilliant. I love that. Oh, look at my T-shirt, Mrs. Randy Orton. Billy, look at that. Do you think you'll be in the show? Woo, Mrs. Randy Orton. <laughs> love that, love that. So, Billy, thanks for getting to touch that. Uh, that's your favourite live shows. And, of course, we'll be at the live show this Sunday at Boxing Glasgow. You can be there too. And that is it for this week's Wrestling Daft. Um, we will see you if you're coming to the live show. So, I'm really looking. I was very, I've been anxious because oh, we planned it out for the TLI. I've honestly, I've been like, I woke up in the middle of the night going, Charles, really? I, I swear to God, I've been dreaming about this going, this show's in fucking five days and we've got nothing done yet. But we've had our meeting today and what we've got on paper, it should be funny. Think of all the stuff we do in the show, but probably there's a lot of extra things. And I'm, I'm really, I'm, I can't wait. I've got a big surprise for you, Grado and Rab, uh, from Brian, one of our listeners, who has funded himself a cameo, right? And this cameo is fucking goes on. He got his money's worth on because it goes on for about five minutes, right? This brilliant. cameo is made for you. And it's someone you know. And it's, it's fucking brilliant. I, I'm not going to spoil it, but if you're at the live show, that's going to kick the show off because it's a bit like weddings, like when you go through people that can't be here. And Brian, who was a running Rumble champion uh, last year, he set this cameo and it is unbelievable. So we're starting oh, off the yeah, show with that. It's that. Going to be that's going to be good, man. It's going to be a good laugh, so we can't wait. I honestly, I, the, the great thing I, we we love see the community we've got. The, the you guys that listen, you know, and, and if you are on in Patreon, get involved. We'd love to have you on board. Patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft. Throw us a couple of quid. Get involved in the Discord because it's such a lovely community there, and everyone that, that's uh, in that community is pretty much coming from the live show. So what I'm most looking forward to is sitting and having a beer when the football's on chatting wrestling with all the guys that are in the community there because there is you know all the guys that have been on the watch alongs all the guys that have been you know get involved in the show you know in regular basis so i can't wait to meet everyone so i i'm really looking forward to it now i have to say and i mean you've got me you've got me g'd up just let's do it i'm let's looking forward to it i'll be a good last we'll hopefully see you there we'll report back next week on the podcast um, Rab, when Rab's hopefully back, he's away doing some. How many tickets? Is it, how many have we got? Many tickets left? Do we Listen, need I, I we have sold we've sold a lot of tickets at the moment, and actually, box the venue as it is, 
probably it's going to be really you know it's it's going to be at the moment we've probably got enough we've got more to give but it's round the, it might be around the corner on scenes but yeah if you want to come and have a laugh meet all us that'd be great um but get the, the links are both we've got a few tickets left so get involved um and we'll see you down there if not we'll see you on the podcast next week but until that time up the road <laughs>